0: Welcome to Millennial 647.
1: I'm Andrew. I'm Maura. I'm Pamela.
0: And we're joined by our social media manager, Jewel, this week. Hi, Jewel. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Jewel is here because she participated in this year's Secret Santa. We bought each other cameos, and to make things a little more difficult, we wanted to get somebody else involved. So uh, Jewel is here today, and she'll be here throughout the Episode. We're recording on December twenty first. It's a it's the winter solstice and thank goodness because I hate seeing the days get shorter and shorter. So I am thrilled that today is the solstice and it's only up from here, baby.
1: I agree. I really think that we need to get rid of the time change. I just want us to stick with daylight savings time so we get longer days. Mm -hmm. As in longer in the evening. I don't care if it's light in the morning because I'm not awake. Make (laughs) it light in the evening.
0: I am though I am though it it gets bright around here around like six thirty that's not too bad, but
2: would you rather have it later in the day? wouldn't you like rather have it stay light out till five instead of four?
0: <laughs> no, because when I'm up, I want the sun to be up. I get up at six thirty fair, yeah, so actually, I guess there's no good solution for me. I need to move somewhere else completely. <laughs> Um. Anyway, Laura, it was your birthday over the weekend. Happy it was. belated birthday! Thank
1: you, thank you.
0: What did you do? Anything besides record Mugglecast? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well,
1: I turned 32. Um, I got the first thing I did on my 32nd birthday was I rolled out of bed and recorded Mugglecast. So that was fun. But it was a Before fun episode. Thing. It was a fun episode, and then we did a hangout with some of our Mugglecast patrons, and it's always good getting to see them. Uh, yeah. And then, honestly, I mean, it's a pandemic. Where the fuck am I gonna go? So <laughs> I just hung out uh, and got stoned all day. And Mark got me the new Crash Bandicoot, so I played that a lot. It was a lot of fun. Did you get?
0: Did he get shit faced?
1: Uh, I mean, mostly stoned.
0: Oh, mostly stoned. That's not, nice. Not
1: so much shit faced. I was feeling more mellow. Um, I also, I didn't do this on my birthday, but I did it a couple days before. I went and got a COVID test. Um, I've actually—that's oh. well, exciting. I've never had one before because I haven't. I've never experienced symptoms or anything like that. So I was like, "Oh, I'll save the tests for the people who need them." But now the Georgia Department of Public Health makes it free and like accessible to everyone to go get one done, and there's just more availability at this point. So I was like, "You know what? What the hell? I'll go get one done."
0: And you are
1: negative. I actually fantastic. But see, here's the thing though. I did this on Thursday and I just got the results today. What good does that do?
0: I know, Laura. It's not right. It doesn't make
1: like, okay, I was negative last Thursday. Cool. But here's the other not so cool thing about it. They were doing the they were self-administered tests. So I had to shove that rod up my own nose.
0: Fuck that. I would not have done that. I hated it. (laughs) You buried the lead on that.
1: I hated it. It was awful because it's just a nurse standing there watching you and you're like pushing this thing in and they're like further, further, further and I'm like, okay, I'm about... To give myself a lobotomy, I think we've gone far enough. And then she'll be like five big swirl, five five big circles, and so you're like, oh One, Jesus Christ, two, three, four. and oh, it was bad.
0: And wait, why did the nurse do
1: it? <laughs> they were doing all of these tests self-administered,
0: just to keep their distance.
1: I guess so. Also, I had to wait. This is another fucked up thing, Georgia. Like seriously, please vote Ossoff and Warnock in. Like we got to fix this <laughs> shit. I had to wait. In 35 degree weather, um, for anyone who doesn't use um, Fahrenheit, that's very fucking cold. I had to stand out there for like an hour and a half in line, even though I had an appointment. I was like, what's the yeah. point of making an appointment if you're going to make me stand in the freezing cold for an hour and a half?
0: Wow. I actually have tears thinking about giving myself a COVID test. Like that is just so, that thought is so awful. I ca- So in I can't... a lot
3: of ways. I I, I feel like that might be better because, you know, like sometimes when you have to do something to yourself, it doesn't hurt as much as when someone else is doing it to you. Mm-hmm. But mm. at the same time, like, I don't think I don't think I could stick myself with a needle. And I think about this all the time because my grandma's diabetic. So, like, I have helped her with her insulin injections before.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't I can't do that. So I don't know if I could actually stick a um a Q-tip up my nose or whatever it is that they're putting up there.
0: It's a long Q-tip. Yeah, it's nasty. Well, uh, glad you did that, Laura. You're a uh, stronger woman than I am. And uh, I admire you for that. Thank you. I told you guys, I, d- did I say this on air? Like the, the nurse came over to do our COVID tests and she took my blood pressure and it was high. She was like, are you nervous? I'm like, ah, no, <laughs> so I would not have been able to do a test uh, uh, on myself. Anyway, it is our final episode of the year. I can't believe it. An- another year gone. Does anybody have any interesting Christmas or New Year's plans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was about to say, this is
3: a why did I write question. this in the doc? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so
3: so we, we were going to go to Portland to, oh, yeah. to spend Christmas with my brother. That fell through on Friday. What so happened? we were like almost there. California it has some new regulations for essential workers or like certain essential workers. And then on top of that, my mom's job also has new regulations. And the TLDR is that they don't really want her traveling outside of the normal counties she commutes in. So oh. that would be two. And so like technically she can travel throughout the Bay Area, but they're kind of discouraging it. My mom was really mad about that, which I understand because, like, for example, my grandparents live in a different county than we do. And they live in a different county than the one she works in. And they were like, well, you can go visit them, but we would prefer you not. Oh, okay. Well that's a bummer. Yeah. I'm sure we're we're not gonna go. We're just gonna like stay. But it's uh it's fine. My stepmom's gonna get vaccinated soon. She's a nurse. So Mm -hmm. if she can do that before Christmas Eve, then I think that we'll We'll go over there because she's kind of like high risk for us to be around since she works at a Mm. hospital.
0: Right. Speaking of California rules, uh, Pat and I were thinking of going to Palm Springs for New Year's. But then I saw this news article. Apparently, California has instructed hotels and rentals like Airbnbs to not accept people from out of state. And I think it's really every hotel for themselves. Like, they don't need to enforce it, but they could. So I didn't want to risk it. So we canceled that idea. But instead, we're going to go to Sedona, Arizona, which neither of us have been to before, just for a little New Year's getaway. I'm feeling good still about staying in hotels. Like, generally, I think it's pretty safe. And what are we going to do in Sedona? We're going to hike. How about our New Year's resolutions? Do you guys remember last year about this time we made... Resolutions for 2020. And (laughs) (laughs) my resolution, Julie, you tried to help me. I wanted to read a book once a month. I got through like one and a half books this year. So. Go me. But I'm hoping to finish Obama's book by the end of uh, break, so maybe I'll get in two books before 2020 is over. I don't know. I think you'll be able to. Has anybody thought about their resolutions that they made in 2019?
1: I was just looking back
3: at
0: them. We did talk about them on the show.
3: I can't even remember what they were, so probably
2: not. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of mine had to do with productivity and... That went out the window when I was furloughed from <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. my job. All of my resolutions were pretty much
1: not relevant to the way that my year went. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Laura, what were yours? Do you remember?
1: Oh God. I know that um Pam Jewel and myself had a joint goal to practice more Spanish.
0: Oh yeah. I knew that one was gonna flop though.
1: Well, we did make That's rude. a Discord <laughs> channel for people to chat in and like Yeah. Not very much happened in there, but we did use it at least a few times. Okay, yeah. Um, I I see
0: the two most recent messages in that channel are from Jewel and Pam, (laughs) September and October, respectively. But hey, you two did do it.
1: You know what? (laughs) I just feel like this is the year of being really easy on ourselves when it comes to resolutions. Like, I'm not going to give myself shit just because I didn't, you know, post in that channel since June. (laughs) Right. Or if we had
3: been smart, we would have um, only talked about the Selena series in Spanish. <laughs> that could have been
1: a good idea. And then Andrew could have been sitting here the whole time being like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, I would have walked Instead away. Of
1: texting, using like the, the voice message feature, and then just like
3: sending our thoughts in Spanish. I know, that that's but probably we good. We
1: can do that for season two. Perfect. Joel, Sounds if you want great. in, you can uh, join us for our bitch fest in season two.
3: I don't
2: know, <laughs> you guys really... Did not sell that s- that's <laughs> yeah, after God,
0: what yeah. you two had to say. It's so that's true. it's so
3: funny you mentioned that because Andrea texted me and she was like, Have you seen the Selena series? I said, Yeah, I have some thoughts. And she was like, Oh, tell me. And I said, Have you seen it? She said, No, and I said, Let's reconvene after because I didn't want her to not watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So also I just have a little thought, and maybe people realize this by now. Hopefully they've caught on. But we're at the end of the year. People are thinking ahead to next year, and it's been a it's been a bad year. And a lot of people say, oh, once the new year comes around, things are going to get better. We've been saying that every year for the past four or five years. Things don't get better, okay? Never assume that. Again, pandemic or not, things are not going to get better <laughs> once the new year starts. So I just want to help everybody set their expectations because... You see that talk every year and it's like, why do people think just because the calendar flips over, things are suddenly going to get better? Some celebrities are going to die in January and then we're going to realize, everybody's going to realize that 2021 is really awful.
1: Yeah, so I I would add to this, I think especially given the year that we've had, it's perfectly fine to feel a level of catharsis at like metaphorically closing this Mm -hmm. particular chapter. But we have to recognize the effects of this year and really the last four years are going to reverberate into the future. So it's not just like, hey, 2020 is closed. Trump is going to be out next month. You know, everything's going to be better. No, we're going to be feeling the effects of all this shit Mm -hmm. for quite some time. So I think it's good to temper your expectations. But I also think it's perfectly healthy to (laughs) let off some steam and be glad that this calendar year is going to be behind us because it's been like uniquely
0: shitty. It's probably been the shittiest year of our lifetimes. If you just look back at so far at right so far. Um, hopefully experiencing a pandemic is a once in a lifetime event for us anyway. I hope. By the way, so I, I I said on last week's episode that um I was sending Laura and Pam cookies. Laura, I don't think that you got your cookies yet. Yeah, I was tracking them on stamp.com. No. Pam, did you?
3: I did get my cookies. How are they? They are so good. I really oh, liked yay. the snickerdoodles. That's my favorite cookie. So I got really excited to see that you guys had baked snickerdoodles.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And did you uh, eat the cookie with the COVID vaccine in it?
3: Um, you know what? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay.
3: I haven't worked my way through the whole. You've sent a lot of cookies. I was looking. What was it? Like Damn three right. pounds worth of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god i'm my, so excited although <laughs> my mom was very excited too like i know that oh, okay, that good. you sent me cookies but in her head you sent us cookies
0: <laughs> so. oh yeah of course i intended them for both of you yeah <laughs> no, i know that but it was
3: just so funny she's like oh how nice of andrew to send us cookies <laughs>
0: <laughs> next next year i'll just address it to your mom i said andrew and, it to you. <laughs> and
1: pat because pat, yes, pat's yes. the baker so please tell him that they were delicious so andrew i Saw that you mailed these on, like, the 16th.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, will they still be good when they get here?
0: Yes, because as Pam okay. saw, I'm sure, um, we included a slice of bread yeah, inside it was like, the- God damn, oh, I can make a whole smart. sandwich after I'm done with the cookies. <laughs> and that help? I don't know what that does. It helps keep them moist, I guess. Oh, right. I just yeah, thought okay. it was
3: for a cushion so that they wouldn't break.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. It's Because if you grab that slice of bread, you might notice that it's very, very hard at this point. It was not hard. It's going to get By the there. time I
3: got. Oh, it it's got not? To me, no.
0: Okay, perfect. Like, what is Great. this?
3: Did like Andrew put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich
1: in here or something?
0: That's the that's the <laughs> poison. Like, that's, the, <laughs> right. that's the poison.
1: He's like, I thought you just might like a snack. You had some extra <laughs> white bread laying cookies.
0: around. <laughs> it I was. Uh, it it was.
1: Complaining about not eating before the show. So that would track. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So hopefully, Laura, I saw it got delayed. Um, I saw the Washington Post reported earlier that there are huge delays in the mail system right now. So I'm sure that's yeah. part of the reason why.
1: There are set to be like tens of thousands of parcels that are not going to arrive by Christmas. Yeah. It's really um, sad. So, I'm, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's really common. Like in our family, we've all had the acknowledgement that there are a few things that we've gotten for each other that just aren't going to be here by christmas mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. It ha- you know what? Like it's given everything that has happened this year that is genuinely small potatoes and it just gives us an opportunity to extend the celebration. That's a good <laughs> for way of looking days. at it. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I was just thinking if, you know, families are separated for their first times this year, you know, you want the presents yeah. to be there on christmas day. Um, but yeah, could extend things a little bit. That's, that's nice.
1: All right, well, we are going to move on to our Cameo Secret Santa gift exchange here in a moment. But first, I wanted to tell you about the gift your loved ones will always look forward to, whether they get it at the holidays or any other time of the year. It's Lovebook, and we're all big fans of this product here at the show. I actually made a Love Book for Mark long before Lovebook became a sponsor, so I was really excited when they started sponsoring us. Lovebook is the best way to tell a family member, significant other, friend, child, or whoever you love how you feel about them. And they're a ton of fun to create because you can customize each page to tell your unique story about the person you care about. You'll be able to create and customize characters that look like the people in your story, and there are plenty of templates and additions to make the story relevant to the recipient. And Lovebook has the ability to be as G-rated or as racy as you want it to be. They even include various coupons you can use to let the recipient request things like a home-cooked meal or something more scandalous if you prefer. This is probably one of the more unique gifts I've ever given, and I'm sure the people you care about will love it. Visit lovebookonline.com slash M I L L to receive a special twenty percent discount only for our listeners. Again, that's lovebookonline dot com slash M I L L.
0: All right, so we decided to Buy each other cameos this year for Secret Santa. Nobody knows who bought whose. For anybody who doesn't know, just in case, cameo is a website where you can go and pay celebrities to record custom videos for you. Typically, you uh, pay them to record a video for a loved one or a friend or whoever. So who should go first? I'm thinking Laura because it was just her birthday.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So hit me. I'm going to share my screen. Okay, you can see my whole damn screen. Hopefully there's no uh, graphic material up. Okay.
1: Nothing more graphic than what we're used to.
0: For Laura. I'm scared for Laura. Oh, there's the Muggle casters. Okay. (laughs) All right. Can you guys see this? I'm going to make it full screen. Can you still see? Yeah. Okay.
4: Warren. Yeah. Hey, Laura, listen, I just wanted to hop on here and and, and take a a little moment of your time because on behalf of myself and your secret Santa, okay, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who it is, so I won't. Okay, I keep a good secret, Laura. I keep a good secret, okay? We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I hope your holiday season is absolutely wonderful because For the love of God, we've earned it, okay? After this year, we have earned the most pleasant holiday season we've ever experienced, okay? So I know it's tough. I know we may not be able to be with our families and things like that, but I hope there are some magical things that make it wonderful for you, Laura. And while I'm here, I want to wish you a happy birthday as well. And I hope that people are doing those things separately, Generally, you know, wishing you a Merry Christmas, wishing you a happy birthday. None of those two for gifts or anything. I mean, I know I'm doing that now, but Laura, I'm very busy. Okay. So I hope you, I hope you understand. And Laura, listen, I'm so glad I got the chance to talk to you because I know that you host a podcast that endorsed me in the primaries and i I just uh, it it makes my heart you know do a little happy dance so i wanted to thank you so much for that you know i i can't say i'm not disappointed uh that that i I wasn't the nominee but
0: yeah so were we you know a
4: lot worse stuff has happened (laughs) since then so yeah that that seems like a lifetime ago it's all good it's all good because we got joe and kamala Yeah. I mean, listen, (laughs) Christmas, birthday, those are wonderful, but I think we can both agree that January 20th is going to be the ultimate holiday. Okay. I I can't wait. I've got my outfit picked up and I've been doing uh, a little bit of extra strength training because Laura, if Donald Trump gives us even the slightest hard time about leaving the White House, I, Elizabeth Warren, democrat from massachusetts and prepared to drag him out i'll do it you know grab him by the <laughs> armpits or his hair whatever it takes laura i'm giving you the elizabeth warren guarantee <laughs> right here and now i will take care of it and you know i will because i've developed a plan for it and you know how i love my plans okay <laughs> all right laura listen I hope you have a wonderful holiday. I hope you have a very happy birthday. And I gotta tell you, you are everyone's favorite political bitch. Okay, take (laughs) care. I'm fighting
1: for you. Bye.
5: (laughs) Wow. Oh my God. Elizabeth
0: Warren.
1: That was perfect. (laughs) Oh, I'm crying.
0: (laughs) So, um. Oh
1: God, that was great.
0: Just everybody knows at home, because they're not watching. (laughs) It was an impersonator, just so you know. Yeah. It was a very good impersonation.
1: She did do very well.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay.
1: I don't even know where to begin with who I think gave me that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's let's have um, Pam go next. Okay. (laughs) All right. Here we go.
6: Hi, Pamela. This is Rini Bell, Lulu from Stars Hollow on the Gilmore Girls, Kirk's girlfriend, oh my God, it's Lulu. Pig's mom, school teacher at the elementary school in Stars Hollow, person who gets to live with all those beautiful seasons and silly people in Stars Hollow. I <laughs> am um, here to wish you a very Merry Christmas on behalf of. Um, and let's face it I am a school teacher I might as well give some lessons oh that's so funny (laughs) she said something kind of funny she said let's give you some advice on adulting adulting ooh to be an adult (laughs) Um, well I have the perfect resource and it's going to be a twist on the word adult (laughs) into the word honorary Gilmore girl so there are some ways we can (gasps) adult slash honorary Gilmore girl (laughs) hey it's the same thing in a way (laughs) let's see so because it's it's the holidays we have some super merry christmasy themes to to draw from on the gilmore girls um obviously i smell snow um (laughs) and uh i don't know maybe you're lucky enough to get to really smell snow i'm just over here in california (laughs) imagining it and hey it's the it's the feeling of the season Uh, we have really silly ways to dress up our food for Christmas Santa what could be funnier than a a Santa face like you could just put it on any food including a burger (laughs) so if you can get your hands on a Santa burger you can get your hands on the products for a Santa burger make a Santa burger (laughs) perfect for a Gilmore adult Christmas (laughs) Um, what about an ice skating rink in your front yard Lorelei got one. Why can't you? (laughs) Miss Pamela. Um, Luke gave her one. (laughs) Um, Ice skating. Oh, goodness. Doesn't that sound so fun about right now? Um, Sorry for that airplane overhead. Not a very Star's Hollow sound, is it? Um, Other Christmassy themes. Well, um, ice cream. Oh, candy cane. Coffee. Um, you can put a little if you don't have a good Weston's candy cane coffee available, we all know the solution. You just melt your candy canes in your coffee. These these this is how adults solution problem solve. Ooh, yeah. So <laughs> this is my advice. <laughs> all right, Pamela. I hope you are having <laughs> She's very a high on holiday life. season. I think it's very sweet that your friend um dedicated this video to you, and I hope that it's bringing you lots of smiles i hope this holiday season uh just is a little bubble of happiness for you and um and i'm wishing you merry merryness <laughs> joy <laughs> warmth, <laughs> delicious things to eat wonderful people to enjoy big big hugs from stars hollow kirk wanted me to send you big hugs from him too and, and petal pig Adds adds that into concurs. <laughs> <laughs> the whole family here, all of Stars Hollow sends you their love. Oh man! Bye, Pamela. That's amazing. I love that.
3: I that was, was a waiting.
0: long video no. too. Both, both of these both very of these have long. Been really
1: long. Man, you really get your money's worth on cameo. You do. Yeah. <laughs> I um I was waiting for her to say something about Pedal and Kirk. I was like, she's got yeah to. <laughs> at some
4: point. <laughs>
0: She got you know, some great funny.
3: references in there, though. That that's really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. She went to town on that. I think it's like the less you pay, the, <laughs> the longer the videos are. are. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Somebody, I'm going because we were like well, pretty cheap with it. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Fi- Let's be clear. We set. I mean, we we didn't set a hard limit, but we were like around twenty five dollars. So everything that you're hearing tonight is like immensely worth the value yeah
0: all right uh let's have jewel go next
5: you ready jewel i guess all right (laughs) here we go (laughs) jewel you were the first person i've done that intro to so congratulations on that i am so excited (laughs) to uh to be here (laughs) talking to you let me know that you're absolutely incredible superwoman and um, I know you got a ton of great incredible resolutions for 2021. <laughs> you got some cooking that you're trying to master. I'm in that same boat with you. Backpacking across Europe. Honestly, you could probably do that without a mask. Don't tell anyone I said that, but if you're not, you know, close to anyone, it makes sense. So, go ahead and do that. And adopting oh a dog? <laughs> I've been told by that you're naming it Calvin. I don't expect that, but if that is the case, <laughs> oh. I would love a picture when you do adopt that <laughs> lovely lovely dog um because that's absolutely incredible if you do great if not i still want to picture your dog because i, I love feel dog. obligated so, now i know it's been a stressful year in 2020
2: fictional dog you're not alone
5: don't worry about it i've had a stressful year everyone's had a stressful year this is 2021 um, Calvin girl, from is love island your year it is the year of bucket lists resolutions and uh, yeah, live it up and have, a, have an incredible year. So happy holidays from me to you and happy new year.
0: <laughs> Calvin from Love Island. Do you watch oh that God. show, Jewel?
1: Yes.
2: That's so funny. Oh, my God.
1: So first of all, um, his, his eyes are like pools of Ghirardelli chocolate.
0: Mm. And
1: I just want to dive into them.
0: Yes, I can see why he was on a show called Love Island. Right. And you're backpacking across Europe and adopting oh. a dog, and you're going to name it after him. Wow, this nice. is
2: all news to me, but I'm excited <laughs> oh. about it.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love. It. At first, I was like, "Wait, I don't remember hearing about these." Things.
0: <laughs> Calvin knows Joel better than uh, Joel does. Like, uh, how did Calvin so. know my future? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: well, man. You, now you have
0: some New Year's resolutions. Joel. Uh, that- <laughs>
1: these are gold mines. <laughs> that was delightful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, and here's mine
4: Andrew. Oh, my God. It's Elizabeth Warren. It. Uh, yeah. What hey, Andrew, fuck? listen, I, I just wanted to, to chat with you a little bit today. You know, I know it is Secret Santa time of year, and your Secret Santa what? has given me a very important job to, to give you a really, really Some important message. Like, okay? But another before secret I get Santa? to that, uh, Andrew, I just want to, you know, check in a little bit. Now, I know that you were a big fan of Mayor Pete's this year. Of course, Mayor Pete is, is absolutely – He's, he's a great guy. He's a great guy, okay? And he manages, you know, the bustling metropolis of South Bend, Indiana, like nobody's business. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, but I want to say, I, I know that you backed me out of peer pressure, okay? And I want to say thank you for that, Andrew, because I'll be honest. What? I don't care what makes people endorse me or vote for me or, or, or even just tolerate me. I'll take it. Okay, so whatever it took for for you to back me instead of Mayor Pete, well, thank you. I I, I do appreciate your support, and I'm sorry that neither I nor Mayor Pete are, are going to be moving into the White House next month. But at least we got someone in there. Okay, that's that's yeah. The theme Pete's going to be in the cabinet year. too, at least we got Elizabeth. Someone in. Okay. So listen, Andrew. Here's here's the other thing. All right, I hear Uh-oh. that you moved to Uh-oh. Vegas. Okay, and Uh-oh. that you have yourself a bit. Of a gambling problem, okay. Listen, he, this, <laughs> Vegas is no place for you to be. Then, okay, I, I, I think that's obvious. Uh... But I just, I, in case anyone hadn't said it, that is not a good place to live when you have a gambling problem. All right, <laughs> and, and, yes, I, Mom. and I want you to know. That Pat and Brooklyn liked you a whole lot better before the gambling. Okay, so <laughs> something to think about. You know, something to consider as we all embark on our end of year, you know, re- reflection of the year that's mm. passed. Okay, so I want you to take care of yourself, Andrew. Take care of this gambling problem, and for the love of wow. God, please see a doctor for that itch that won't go away. Okay, it's <laughs> it's important. It's critical. Okay. All right, Andrew. Merry Christmas from me, and from your secret Santa. And I hope that 2021 brings wonderful things for all of us except for Trump. Okay, bye.
0: (laughs) So what the fuck were the chances that two people here (laughs) bought a cameo from this Elizabeth Warren impersonator? (laughs) That was very good though. That was very good. She was like in a different room for this video. So it must've been filmed on a different day.
1: Yeah, she just like has that same purple sweater ready.
0: Well, uh, right, yeah, ready to go. Well, I'm speechless. Um, I'm, uh, I'm crying. <laughs> me too. I'll go ahead and start. I'm gonna guess that Laura bought me this one. This Elizabeth Warren impersonator.
3: I think Jewel picked mine. I think Andrew
2: picked mine.
0: I'm gonna say Jewel. I wasn't keeping track of what everybody
2: <laughs> said. Was
0: everybody right?
2: No, too many people guessed Andrew and Jewel for that all to be right. I think we all did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I bought that one for you, Jewel.
2: That was amazing. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I'll share the story it was in a minute. so
1: good.
2: Um, I got Pam's.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: I got Laura's.
2: <laughs> oh
1: my god, it was so amazing! Like, <laughs> oh And I got Andrew's. <laughs> so, Laura so. did I wear the same hat? Oh. <laughs> That's
3: yeah.
0: So, oh so, my... so tell us about that. How did you two decide <laughs> to get Elizabeth Warren impersonators?
3: I mean, for me, it was slim pickings, and like it. I don't know. We were obviously on a budget, but but then I was trying to figure out like what Laura would like, and I I saw her on I can't remember what page and she just did a really good Warren impersonation I was like you know what like this is what Laura deserves
1: so thank you it was it was so perfect um I ended up finding her because I had my filters set to look for people under $50 who did roasts (laughs) <laughs> and she was on she was on the top page and I was like, Oh my god, this is perfect.
0: Wow. I wasn't
3: sure if she was if she would swear, you know, because I, I said, Could you please tell Laura that she's our favorite <laughs> political bitch? But I didn't I couldn't tell like from her videos <laughs> if she
1: if she yeah. did that or not, because it's very yeah. like unwarranted, but she she went for it, so I appreciate. I it. was wow. nervous because I thought she was going to think that I was bullying Andrew, and that she <laughs> wouldn't say everything.
0: Told her to say. You got a gambling problem. Get it together, <laughs> <laughs> Pat and Brooklyn don't love you anymore.
1: <laughs> but those were all like. Holy cow,
0: I'm still crying. Yeah.
2: That was so, such a good idea. Wait, now I need to know who I was supposed to get before Cal. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. So
0: because Jewel isn't on the show, I don't know her as well as these other two. So I decided to start digging through your Twitter feed for some ideas. Okay. And the first person... So I found this tweet from September 15th, 2020. Welcome to the week that I became Love Island trash again. This drama, I just, here I am. So that was for whatever this guy's name was, Calvin or something. (laughs) So then I just wanted to give him a, a stupid thing to read. But then, so I originally found this tweet from September 2018. I feel like I've been punked. How did Jordan and Jenna become my favorite couple on Bachelor in Paradise? Would not have guessed that about him on day one, LOL. So uh, I don't think Jordan was on there, but Jenna was. Okay, And she was $30 right in the price range. So I bought a cameo from Jenna and she never sent it back. So then I had to go find somebody else. And that's how I found Calvin. That's
2: really funny because Jenna has like, I know she's flaked on podcasts before. Like, I think she's just a flake. Oh, wow. Oh,
0: messy bitch. (gasps) Yes. Wow.
2: So that doesn't surprise me at all. But I really enjoyed your backup plan. So that was just. Yeah. I, well, I really was excited. I didn't
0: have a backup plan at first. <laughs> I was scrambling. I was like, oh, shit. Time to go mm-hmm. back to Jules Twitter feed and find some ideas. <laughs> uh, so, yeah.
1: Well sleuthed. I'm also just so delighted by Lulu. She was the sweetest. <laughs> I know it was so wholesome and just very Gilmore girlsy. Yeah.
2: I think it's so funny <laughs> that she was like. Oh, adulting advice. I don't do that, but I do give you honorary Gilmore advice. So let's do
3: that. Yeah. Instead. <laughs> it was so, so cute. Perfect. Give it to me.
0: <laughs> so I thought we could do a year in review just to look at what happens related to us over the past year. Um, it's been quite the year. Even pandemic aside, we witnessed others stealing our album art and we tried to come for them.
1: Remind me what happened there.
0: Well, one day I'm searching for Millennial in the podcast store, and there's other podcasts named Millennial, and they have the same freaking fun.
1: Oh, that's right. It was like Millennial Money or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, Millennial Money. It'll expand your brain. And then remember, we <laughs> added right. the tagline, it'll expand your brain more or something like <laughs> oh, that. yeah, yes. we did it's that. Star album art <laughs> to troll them. Yeah, we got them. Got them back. <laughs> uh, we were on camera all year for the first time in the show's history. And I remembered that because I was listening back to the season five finale and we were talking about going on camera for season six. Um, it's actually been really great for the show. I think it's helpful to see how everybody's responding and if people are paying attention or not. Yeah. We predicted that COVID wouldn't get bad in America. And uh, then, of course, we all had to stay home and it got very bad.
1: Yep. But see that's the value in being able to admit that you were wrong in the face of new information.
3: That's yes, Republican party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking mm-hmm. specifically about how we covered the story um about James Bond getting canceled. Like they pulled, that was the first big movie that they pulled out of theaters. And I'm pretty Mm. sure we were all like, oh, like they're just jumping the gun. There was no need to do that. They're just bending to like the Chinese box office because they want to make the film look better and like the long run. And then like, lo and behold, it was just, you know, the first of, of many, which ended up being everything, basically.
0: Yeah. I got into CBD this year. It's been a real game changer for me. I've been loving taking it. In fact, I don't think I've taken any today, so I might take some right now. Um, and what's this note I see here, Laura?
1: Oh yeah, my marijuana consumption went through the roof this year. Like, mm. Good for I'm you. I'm normally very casual, but this year has just been like the shittiest ever. So yeah, I've probably spent more money on it this year than I have in the last several years. I wish I also recently weed. discovered Delta Eight. I don't know if anyone's heard of this, but if you live in States where marijuana is not legal, there is now a product called Delta 8 that is like it's available for purchase because it's like a legal loophole thing. It's still a THC product. It's just not as psychoactive as regular full-blown THC. So life pro tip, when you go to your vape shop, ask about it.
0: Okay. And here's another reason that you were smoking more weed this year. Your house flooding.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's next. Um, can you tell that I've been smoking tonight? Because I missed the list. Um, yeah. So our house fucking flooded and it still isn't fixed. Um, so originally, remember when I was like, yeah, we'll be out of our house for a month. Mm-hmm. And then a month went by and we were like, oh, we'll be back in the summer. And then that passed. We were like, maybe the fall. And then the <laughs> most recent one was like, oh, I'll be home for my birthday.
0: No. <laughs> Oh, maybe 2023.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? Sometime 2021, I will be home.
0: Good, good. <laughs> um, Micah rated all of y'all's Micah chairs. That was probably one of my favorite segments on the show this year.
3: I put in that I survived another year of California wildfires, um, and I, I hope that I survive next year, too, because I feel like... It's just going to be a yearly thing.
0: Move to Nevada. Now's the time. Get out (laughs) while you can. You'll still get to see the wildfires. You just won't have to, like, Yeah, we'll just get the
3: smoke, right? You guys got the smoke from um, Southern California. It's just like living in California.
0: (laughs) You still get to see them. You just don't have to run away. (laughs) I forgot about this one, Laura.
1: In the midst of all of the JK Rowling drama this year, uh, and we'll talk probably elaborate on that a little bit more later um, but she randomly identified our old boss Emerson as an ally <laughs> in her bigotry um, so Emerson was like the one prominent fandom voice and by prominent I mean like he's not really relevant in the fandom anymore but he, he used still... to be yeah yeah, he used to be and he really wanted to make sure that people heard his take so he came out and was like the only prominent fandom voice that was saying, J.K. Rowling is not transphobic. And then she's like, thank you, Emerson, for being who I always thought you were. And because of this, we were like, oh, hell no. We got some tea and we spilled yeah. a whole bunch of muggle-sec tea.
0: That was a very big that episode of After episode. Dark. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. brought in some patrons too, I remember. It did. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> it did. That was, you know, that started on the main show as a rage of the week for me, I think, because I was so annoyed because I knew how much J.K. Rowling and really did hate Emerson and really MuggleNet too after he published that first book. Um, it's just such a shame how that fell apart because we were all working really hard on MuggleNet. And, you know, people still are working really hard on MuggleNet. And mm-hmm. Emerson just trashed MuggleNet's reputation in. J.K. Rowling's eyes, and maybe it's better now. I don't know. uh Well, I guess it is better now because because J.K. Rowling loves Emerson again. Um, right. um Yeah, so that, it was a real bummer. I moved to Vegas this year. That was obviously very big, and uh, my Chicago condo is selling in nine days. Oh, that's hey, exciting. That's- Yes, finally. Finally indeed. I still can't believe it. <laughs> I'm like thinking something's going to fall through, but everything's looking good. So, uh I will have that uh off my shoulders. Laura, this next one.
1: Yeah, so really um apropos given our cameos, uh the show endorsed Elizabeth Warren and then she dropped out of the race a couple days later. So, I'm not trying to say it was our fault, but
0: the timing was awful.
1: <laughs> I know. Like we put out a press
0: release and right. everything. Yeah, we put a lot of <laughs> effort into that. <laughs> oh well.
1: Um, we also learned that Mitch McConnell is either an alien or was trying to destroy a horcrux. We're not sure which. Um, but I always got a sense he wasn't human, you know, not not of this earth. And um his blackened hand that we've seen over the last few weeks I think is confirmed. hmm There's something up.
0: Yep. <laughs> I threw my back out for the first time in my life, and uh remember I podcasted from the couch for one or two weeks and I'm actually pleased to report my back has actually really gotten better in the past couple of weeks. I haven't really done much different, maybe I'm standing more that's my only guess, but like finally, finally, that happened in March or April, and this whole year I just my back's been really thrown off and finally like i'm I'm not noticing pain anymore it's been really nice
1: good, man yeah. that's part of getting old, isn't it It's like I feel like you hit 30 and all of a sudden your body's like, I'm going to hurt for no reason. (laughs) Yeah.
3: All of a sudden now
1: it like hurts to be on a hard surface on my knees. Like I'm trying to wrap
0: Christmas presents on
1: the kitchen floor and.
0: Oh, yeah. It's just like pain.
1: Um, We also and this is like the big note of 2020. We lived through the most agonizing election cycle of our lives so far. Um, it just went on forever. Remember when Joe wasn't even running? Remember when there were like fifteen candidates and Joe was not one of them? And then he entered super late, and we were all like, "What the fuck?"
0: And he did bad in (laughs) Iowa and New Hampshire. It was South Carolina, I believe, that really brought him back to life.
1: It was South Carolina that saved his campaign. I mean, we were we genuinely were not he was not in our top three of like who we believe just based on the process would get mm-hmm. through. Yeah. Um and here we are. Also that was some we some miracle. Yeah. We pranked the Georgia governor's mansion and the Trump fraud hotline.
0: Oh yeah. During this time. Do you remember right? yeah. that? Yeah, good, good times. times. <laughs> yeah. And uh speaking of fun ideas, we also brought back imprint when Stephanie Meyer released Midnight Sun. Ah, that was honestly a highlight of 2020. To hell with all you haters. I mean, have I haven't finished it, reading the Night Song, but.
3: Honestly, for the origin story of the one character who died in the last pandemic.
0: <laughs> uh, ties it all together. Did anybody finish reading it? I no. did. Did you like it, Pam?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I think it's just like it's what I wanted. It wasn't, yeah, it, we've been waiting for so expected. long. Mm-hmm. um to get it but it was a lot longer than i thought it was going to be so it took me a while to to finish it but
0: edward's got a lot to say i'm
3: glad i read it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I waited people so many years <laughs> i know right that's why i'm so excited about it i'll try to finish it one day people in the discord are saying more mugglesuck look here's the thing about mugglesuck it has to come to us Events have to occur that remind <laughs> us of stories of the old days. Like, it, you know, it's all a blur until, like, we're reminded of things. So I know we did that one AMA after that big muggle suck. So maybe we'll do another AMA muggle suck edition sometime in 2021 on our Patreon. And you
3: don't
1: want to pour out the whole kettle at once, you know?
3: Right. Yeah. 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 You gotta, we got to well, pace
0: ourselves. Prolong
1: it. And there's a lot of, like, I, and I won't go into this right now, but Andrew, I texted you the other day. And this wasn't like related to MuggleNet specifically, but it was fandom drama. And I was like, oh my God, I just remembered this thing that happened.
0: Yeah. And then there's an edition of Mugglesuck that I've already recorded that I'm going to release after I die, because I can't have this information out there until I'm dead. Is that in your
3: last will and testament? Please release
0: the MP3 (laughs) file labeled. (laughs) Yes. It's under lock and key. It's like this cool Google feature where things will get released if it's confirmed that I'm dead. All right. So why don't we take turns making a prediction about 2021? And maybe we can revisit these this time next year. I wanted to try to avoid politics and, and... covid and and the vaccine um i'm just i'll start off with a grim one we lose people every year i think uh prince philip and price is right host bob barker are going to die i'm sorry but they're old wow, well you're lost marching two- them
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i
0: don't know if i want to put it that way
1: and now what's gonna happen is if they do die The government's gonna open up investigations into our show and think that you took out a hit on them.
0: The autopsy will reveal that I was innocent. I'm I'm sure of it. But I was just thinking about how we lost uh, Regis Philbin and Alex Trebek this year, you know, and Bob Barker. He's up there. He's up there. (laughs) Like it's your time, Bob Barker. (laughs) (laughs) Game show host deaths come in threes, and I think Bob Barker is next.
1: (laughs) This could be wishful thinking on my part, but. Genuinely looking at the number of states this has happened in, plus rumblings of conversations of this happening in the House of Representatives, I think that marijuana will see increased legalization in the U.S. next year. I think we'll Mm. see more states starting like the green curtain will start falling (laughs) or rising, depending on however you want to look at it. Um, I think that we will see more of that because it's it's just it's kind of like a not if but when totally scenario so I think 2021 could be a good year for marijuana I
3: just went with a fun one I I um am predicting that Taylor Swift has one more surprise drop left in her um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> she can't do it a there, third time there was
3: well there was the um you know the fan conspiracy theory that she the her latest albums were actually part of a trilogy not just like a set.
0: Oh, here we go. Yeah.
3: And there was some interesting evidence to back that up. She has since uh, discredited that on, uh, during her interview with Kimmel, but, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a full fledged new album. She's got the re-records coming up. She's been working on those. So maybe she'll oh, just yeah. like drop those unceremoniously.
2: I think that there will be at least five more reboots of t v shows announced. I don't know what ones I honestly don't even remember like I didn't want to guess specific ones because there have been so many mm-hmm. already announced that I probably would guess ones that are already in production. but I feel like we've got at least five more coming.
0: I would double yeah. your number. I'd say at yeah. least ten All
1: right. <laughs> i'll like I'll take a tally in twenty twenty one see where Please. we do. All right, well, before we hop into Gementum 2021, we just have a quick word from our second sponsor of the week, Rothy's. This season, give the gift of comfortable, washable, and sustainable shoes and bags from Rothy's. You can feel good about gifting these because they are crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed water bottles and marine plastic. Pam and I have been rocking our Rothy's for a couple of years at this point, and these are the flats that just won't quit. My point flats have taken me through most work days, happy hours, weddings, rainy afternoons, and been through the wash more times than I can count. Every time they come out looking brand spanking new. Not only do Rothy's come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and styles, they own their manufacturing workshop where they prioritize sustainable products. Find out why Glamour named Rothy's one of the top gift ideas you can't go wrong with, and why Allure says Rothy's is the eco-conscious gift you'll see on every list. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com/mill. That's rothyscom rothy slash mill Comfort, style, and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com/mill today.
0: It's time for Jomentum 2021. <laughs> day. So uh, before we get into some updates, I thought we should uh, we should listen to a message from Newsmax about the voter fraud claims that uh, you've heard on their channel. They have an update about those claims
7: since Election Day. Uh, various guests, attorneys and elected officials have appeared on Newsmax and offered opinions and claims about smart matters and Dominion Systems, both companies that offer voting software in the U.S., and uh, Newsmax would like to clarify its news coverage and note that it has not reported as true certain claims made about these companies. Okay. There are several facts our viewers and readers should be aware of. Okay. Newsmax has found no evidence that either Dominion or Smartmatic owns the other, or has any business association with each other. All right. We have no evidence that Dominion uses Smartmatic software or vice versa. Okay. No evidence has been offered that Dominion or Smartmatic use software or reprogrammed software that manipulated votes in the 2020 election. Okay. Smartmatic has stated that its software was only used in the 2020 election in Los Angeles, was not used in any battleground state contested by the Trump campaign. Newsmax has no evidence to the contrary. Dominion has stated its company has no ownership relationship with the Pelosi family, the Feinstein family, the Clinton family, Hugo Chavez, or the government of Venezuela. Neither Dominion nor Smartmatic has any relationship with George Soros. Smartmatic is a U.S. company and not owned by the Venezuelan government. Hugo Chavez, or any foreign official or entity. Uh, Smartmatic states that it has no operations in Venezuela. While the company did election projects in Venezuela from 2004 to 2017, it states it was never founded by Hugo Chavez, nor did it have a corrupt relationship with him or the Venezuelan government. For more on this, please go to our website at Newsmax.com Read facts about Dominion Smartmatic that you should know.
0: All right, great. Do you know why I played that whole thing? <laughs> yes. The lawyers from Dominion and Smartmatic are coming down on News Facts. They've been bringing these guests on and they've been spewing all these crackpot theories about voter fraud. And then they have to go and put out this two-minute statement on air clarifying all the bullshit that's been on their network for the past month. Oh, I it's know. just so funny. Well, it's
1: also like, you poison the water, and the people drank it, and now you're being like, "Oh yeah, sorry, we knew it was poison." <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, you've already poisoned people.
0: <laughs> All of this is not true. Don't sue us. Just hilarious. It reads like a big statement at the end of an episode when you're reading like the fine print in like a game show or something. Anyway, the Trump administration has announced that uniformed members of the Space Force will be called Guardians. And immediately that drew comparisons to Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. mm-hmm. just further making this a joke, space force
1: well, we also have to remember that their emblem looks like a Star Trek logo,
0: yeah, they ripped it off, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so this has just been real fucking embarrassing, yeah, like, you're not the Trump administration is not going to make the next Marvel movie. I'm sorry, nobody thinks you're that cool um and then. We don't have to dwell on this, but the United States is under cyber attack, and it, I just feel like no one gives a shit. Like, we know that it's actively happening. We are under cyber attack by Russia. Um, they've hacked multiple of our federal systems, and this is just a major national security issue.
0: And it started months ago, didn't it?
1: Yeah. And like I know there's a, there's a lot going on right now and it's very easy to be have your attention pulled in multiple directions, but this is just something to be aware of. If if you didn't know, I would definitely encourage you to go uh, read up on it there. I mean,
0: this sounds like uh, us at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, it's no big deal, whatever. And then we're well, going to no, get into 2021. I, I <laughs> <is>. The electrical <laughs> I, grid shut down the internet shut down the government shut down.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to be alarmist here, but um, our electrical grid is actually very vulnerable. So I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are things that are definitely, you know, hopefully they're improbable, but they are possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just never want anyone to be able to hack our government, but most especially uh, Russia. Yeah. Especially given some of the connections we know about there. Trump is trying to blame it on China, it's his of favorite course. scapegoat. Um, but yeah, I have a feeling that when we come back in 2021, we'll be talking about this a lot. And then I guess we can finish this out with our final Georgia Senate predictions. I also wanted to give like a please for the love of God reminder. If you are eligible to vote in Georgia, please vote. The whole country is watching us. This isn't just a vote for Georgia. It's a vote for all 50 states because it's going to determine Senate control and how much a Biden administration will be able to accomplish. So just remember, health care is on the line you know, future future COVID stimulus checks are on the line, education's on the line. Like, everything that you can think of is going to be touched by which way the Senate swings.
0: Supreme Court justices. Yeah. The Senate just getting shit done.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, also just, you know, Biden's appointments. Yeah. Like, him being able to have an actual cabinet and not pull a Trump and have acting secretaries of things going on like we've seen for the last few years. So it is, as Elizabeth Warren would say, critical.
0: <laughs> so please yes. vote. Uh, the runoff is January 5th. So our next yeah. episode will be after the runoff. That's pretty exciting. So we'll talk about that. I hate to be negative, Nancy, on this, but I I don't think uh, we're going to win the Senate.
1: You don't think so?
0: Do you feel like you're going to, Laura? You're on the ground there.
1: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the ground. <laughs> I always hesitate to speak sort of definitively, because I remember what that looked like in 2016. It was very painful. Um, I think, though, that we have the best chance of winning these Senate seats that we've ever had in Georgia. And the reason for that is that voter turnout for this runoff is already trending to be similarly high to what it looked like during the presidential election. As a matter of fact, um, the first day of early voting for the Senate runoff showed a 23% higher turnout than the first day of early voting for the presidential back in October. Um, So that's really encouraging. There were over a million absentee ballots requested for the runoff, which is also unheard of for a Senate runoff here. I mean, that's more than the amount of people who voted in previous runoffs total. So I think if we can manage to have the turnout that it seems like we're having, we could do it. Okay. I feel way more confident about this than I felt about any other state election we've had. So, okay. And I mean, well, I thought Georgia good. would go Biden and it did. So I'm uh, hoping. Laura knows. Yeah. I'm hoping the luck continues.
0: <laughs> Pam, you were going to say something a couple of minutes oh, ago. Oh, no,
1: I was just going to say that um, I, I didn't think you were going to be so
3: pessimistic about it. That's all.
0: Oh, I just it just but I feels get it. so unlikely. You set the bar
3: low and then and then if you're pleasantly there surprised, you go. it's fine. And that's, I'm that's applying the what we said at the top <laughs> of the show. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, if, if we win Georgia, um, maybe I'll have a much better feeling about 2021 in general. And I'll take back what I said at the top of the show.
2: If Laura's optimistic, I'm optimistic.
0: There you go. That's a good way to live. Laura's high, though, right now, so that might have something to do with it. I'm always
1: optimistic when I'm high. (laughs) No, I mean, I will say that um, I think Warnock stands a better chance, like a slightly better chance, only because nobody elected Kelly Loeffler. She was appointed.
0: Oh, okay. John should win, though, because John is uh, awesome fucking hot. I was about to say, you think he's hot. (laughs) I've been wanting to get that little joke in for months. Uh, Awesome fucking. (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't even work but whatever yeah i
1: mean obviously we want them both
0: (laughs) yes of course of course well good luck georgia okay it's time for the rona roundup i'm gonna play the music at the end of this segment because i want to say goodbye to it after i play it i'm gonna delete it from my soundboard i want to be done with it going into 2021 obviously coronavirus what
1: I was going to say coronavirus isn't going away.
0: I know, but I just want to go into 2021 with better energy. And I hate that sound effect. I regret <laughs> buying it. I'm going to ask for a refund. <laughs> Pence did receive the vaccine on camera. Biden did as well on Monday. So there's this movement to have people take the vaccines on camera. So people who are skeptical of the vaccine feel better about taking it. It's good. Better than nothing. I don't know if it's going to move the needle much. But again, this is going to be a big topic going into 2021. How do we get everybody to take the vaccine? Because a lot of people are anti-vaxxers.
1: So happy holidays from the Senate. Mm. You're getting six hundred dollars. <laughs> Woo.
0: It's an insulting amount.
1: <laughs> I know. Like, first of all, you're, pro- you're not gonna get it anytime soon. Secondly, who can cover all of their life's necessities with six hundred dollars? Who can
2: cover any
1: of their life necessities with six
3: hundred dollars? That's
2: not even no. rent
0: for most people. Nope. Well, and especially because the last stimulus went out, what, July? June? It was before that, but there were...
1: I remember I didn't get mine until July. I yeah, because
0: you hadn't paid your taxes. You were on the right. run.
1: Which is bullshit because they said you didn't have to. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's another rant for another day. Yeah. These are congressional Republicans basically saying, yeah, $1,800 given the amount of unemployment and you know healthcare costs and eviction issues that people have faced. 1800 that should be enough. That's like rich people being like, do you think this the poors will like this money?
0: That'll buy a lot of that's McDonald's. a lot of money for them, right? right? There was also money in the stimulus for um, the small business loans to go out again. So that's a good thing. I saw they're going to cover more categories, including art, art-related businesses, like independent movie theaters. Um, they'll be covered now. That's kind of nice. But yeah, the 600 is a joke. It's just a joke. Better than yeah. nothing, but still a joke.
1: Well, it's it's one of those things where like what $600 is going to do, it's either not going to make any difference for you because you are in a stable enough financial situation that your bank isn't going to be broken one way or the other, Uh, you know, with or without the stimulus, or it's going to be a drop in the bucket. You're going to see it come into your bank account and you're going to have to figure out which bills do I not pay this month so that I can stretch this out as far as I can.
0: I also see it as a way to, like, kind of put a little dent in your credit card bill. Yeah. You know? And
1: again, that doesn't stimulate anything. Right. The whole point of a stimulus <laughs> is to stimulate the economy.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Also, just want to point out, the only reason we're getting $600 at all is because of the Georgia Senate runoff. Um, so David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler are being demolished over this issue. Mm. That's the only reason Mitch agreed To even go up to the $600 mark, none of these people wanted to give us anything at all.
0: All right. Well, on that tragic note, let's say goodbye to this dumb intro (laughs) music. I hate you. Get out of here. I don't want to ever hear you again. Command delete. It's gone. It's gone from my soundboard forever. (laughs) Good day, sir. You lose.
3: All right. So I guess since it's the last show of the year, uh, it'll be fun to talk a little bit about what people have been vibing with in 2020, because, you know, everything was canceled, but music uh, was still coming out. And Spotify released some numbers. They do this every year. Um, They just give a roundup of the most streamed artists and things like that. The top most streamed artists with 8.3 billion streams globally this year was Bad Bunny, which admittedly, I've not listened to a lot of his music, but I know that he's really popped off over the course of the last few years. So uh, I thought that was really interesting. And he dethroned Drake, who's been on the list for quite some time now. Coming in at number three was J Balvin. And then we had Juice World, And then The Weeknd, who also had a big year despite getting snubbed at the Grammys. And then Mm. over on the female side, the most streamed female artist this year was Billie Eilish, followed by Taylor Swift, then Ariana Grande, then Dua Lipa, and then Halsey.
0: I had never heard of Bad Bunny before. Puerto Rican rapper
3: hmm they were talking a little bit too about the most streamed albums which i thought was kind of interesting
0: bad bunnies how do you even say this Y H L don't
3: know i'm not familiar with his work and i feel bad i feel like i should be
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah after hours by the weekend was number two mm-hmm. hollywood's bleeding by post malone fine line by harry styles and future nostalgia by dua lipa mm-hmm. which is a very good album
3: yeah um, yeah super super fun album uh, what were you guys listening to in 2020 was there anything that you really really enjoyed that was a new release oh
0: man i'd have to look at my spotify but i mean i liked in terms of albums like gaga's chromatica i was listening to for a while
1: i mean i learned from my spotify wrapped playlist that apparently my most listened to artist was fallout boy which i still call checks out i no, i i still call shenanigans on what's that. your uh what's your um, beef with fallout boy Okay, so mm, I don't want to go on too much of a tirade here. So I, I remember being in high school and being like, and this could just be me being an emo teenager being like, everyone loves that. And it's so lame. Um, But I just genuinely didn't enjoy their music. I thought that it was like generic emo music. I will say I really like their Mania album. I think that was from 2018. That was a departure from what like the genre of music I remember disliking them for and I actually really like that album. So, it would be accurate to say that I enjoyed that album, but I'm still not like a huge Fall Out Boy fan.
0: Pat is. Oh my god. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> I always feel bad when I say anything bad about Fall Out Boy.
0: How about uh, Miley Cyrus's new album? That just came out, Plastic yeah. Hearts. I have, That's pretty good, right? I haven't I listened to it,
1: yet, to
2: it but I oh. really want to. I was excited mm-hmm. about it and then forgot.
0: <laughs> I like this phase for Miley. She's kind of like a classic rock star with this new album. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I'm kind of waiting. I hate to say this. I, I'm waiting to see if it sticks because I feel like she she reinvents herself with every cycle. And then whatever the reinvention is, is who she says is her true persona so (laughs) i'm just kind of curious not to throw any shade at miley cyrus because i think she does a lot of it really well but i'm just really Mm -hmm. curious about like who the real miley is you know yeah i feel like her
2: voice was meant for this classic rock genre that she's on right now so i kind of hope she sticks with it because all of the singles and covers that she released before this album came out are just really great.
0: They also have some interesting podcast data here. 6am to 9am was the most popular time to listen to a podcast. That's interesting. Interesting. More 18 to 24 year olds listen to a podcast for the first time this year. That's good. The youngs are coming in. They're they're Gen Z, right? <laughs> yeah. They're not millennials. Mm-hmm.
1: I think so. Yep.
0: Oh, shit. We got to launch a Gen Z podcast now. <laughs> Capture these people.
1: Gen Zennial.
0: <laughs> what are we doing? Releasing our a podcast at like 1 p.m. as soon as I'm done editing. Maybe we I gotta know. push it to 6 a.m. the it's next kind of, day. <laughs> does that
3: mean that I'm an old person now? Because I, I think, if anything, I'm listening around 3 in the afternoon when I'm making dinner, not in the morning. See, everybody's
0: got different times, right? You yeah. know, whatever fits into your lifestyle. I Like Pat, mm-hmm. he listens in the morning. He's listening all day, really. I listen at night when I'm going to bed. It helps me fall asleep. Or if I'm in the car. Never 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm working it during those hours. I can't I feel hear like people talk.
2: That time makes sense if people were still commuting, but people who right. work 9 to 5 aren't commuting this year. So that really does surprise me that it's still the top time.
0: And this is based on data collected between January and November of this year. So that's mostly when people were working at home. That that is very interesting. I guess people wake up and they just want to hear somebody's voice. Maybe a lot of people are just lonely. Okay, so uh, we are going to let our 2020 feelings out in a moment. There's a lot of ways to manage your feelings. This time of year can be an especially stressful time for a host of reasons. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now, then you're a human being. We are all going through it. There's a whole lot to be anxious about between the 24-7 news cycle, the pandemic, seeing family, that can be hard for a variety of reasons, and you know divisive politics, of course. We need to take care of our mental health and work through our emotions with a licensed therapist. And what better time to start than now as we enter a new year? Talkspace, this week's sponsor, is making therapy affordable and accessible for all because we all need extra support to feel our best. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. No matter what, Talkspace will find you the right therapist to help you achieve your goals. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. And now Talkspace covers 40 million people for online therapy through their insurance or employer. Find out if you're eligible at Talkspace.com insurance. Talking to friends is so different from talking to a licensed therapist who has the expertise and knowledge to give me practical guidance. I can talk to Laura, for example, but and no offense to you, Laura. Laura's not trained to help me, even though she might think she is after 15 years of dealing with my shit. Talkspace, (laughs) on the other hand, gives us the support we need at an affordable price. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code M-I-L-L to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's M-I-L-L and Talkspace.com. And by the way, by using the links and promo codes we have here on the show, you're helping support the show. So thank you for using them. And thank you to our advertisers this year. They've been very helpful. So Laura, you found a great website.
1: Yeah, so if you need a place to get your 2020 feelings out without disturbing your neighbors, there's this great site called Iceland dot com, and what this allows you to do is record whatever catharsis you need, like whether it's screaming, whether it's yelling, whether you have something you just need to say, you need to get off your chest. You can record it and send it, and they will play your recording. In the middle of nowhere, Iceland, where nobody can hear it.
0: <laughs> Incredible.
1: So I thought we could do this today. I thought like whether we need to scream, although I would encourage if we're going to scream, like, let's push mics away. Yeah. So we don't kill anyone who's listening.
0: Yeah. And you said it gets recorded and you can like save it.
1: Um, Did you say that? I think we're just going to have to use the recordings from here.
0: Oh, what should I say? Gosh, this is going to Iceland. This is a big deal. (laughs) Somebody, anybody, release me from this pain of podcasting. All right, send. Uh. (laughs) Okay, screen name, Millennial Andrew. (laughs) Vegas. This is fun.
1: Doesn't it make you feel better?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, I will get a recording emailed to me. Perfect.
1: Yeah, there you go. It's amazing. Yeah, so we can- we can post these on social. Somebody else do one. I am so disappointed in humanity. <laughs> Fuck all of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those poor Icelandic birds have to hear this shit.
3: <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm going to try. I'm not going to scream too much because my, my throat is a little funny, but yeah, yeah it's okay. okay. Also, yeah. <laughs> And also for the poor people listening. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's the deal. Can you guys all just please wear your masks and get vaccinated? Because all I want for 2021 <laughs> is to hug my grandma. Oh, that got a little too real. <laughs> That's so wholesome.
0: Those Icelandic birds are now crying. <laughs> uh, Jewel, I want to give you the chance if you want to. You don't have okay. to. Uh, no I, c- okay. I will
2: do that. Buck 2020, listen to Millennial Podcast. <laughs>
1: Perfect.
0: All right. I cool. love it. What a fun tool. And that's I at know. looks like you need Iceland.com. I don't know if you mentioned the domain if you want to let out your own feelings.
1: Yes. Well, most importantly of all, we want to wrap this episode and this year. With a reminder that this episode and this entire season of Millennial was sponsored by listeners like you. It always means so much to us to have your support, but it has been especially meaningful this year of all the hellscape years possible to have had you all by our side. And we do want to take this moment to give a shout out to our latest patrons. They are Michael, Elizabeth, DHFan3, Stephen, and Daniel. To all of you and everyone who has supported the show ever, we just want to express our heartfelt thanks. One of the things that has helped us weather 2020 has been the sense of community you all have helped us build with Millennial, and we hope that the show has provided you with as much of an outlet as it has for us if you're interested in supporting the show in the new year, we'd love to have you head over to patreon.com millennial and pledge as low as $2 per month to gain immediate access to many, many hours of bonus content. And even if you're not in a place to part with your hard-earned dollars, you can still help us out by subscribing to Millennial on your favorite podcasting app and leaving us a review. We are so thankful for all of your support.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's been really great to see new patrons come in this year. So yep. we really, really do appreciate that. We're in a really good place now and it's it's thanks to y'all. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. I know we sound like a broken record, but we really do appreciate it. Yeah, and I don't know how many really different do. ways to express it. So I guess maybe we gotta like introduce an OnlyFan where we're where we're doing a lot of nudity and stuff to like <laughs> I'm just trying to think of new ways to thank people. I don't know how else to other than resorting to blowjobs.
1: Uh Andrew'll just start sending out dick pics. <laughs> it's our new our new benefit for
0: 2021. And in after dark today, we are going to say goodbye to 2020 further by burning a bunch of things metaphorically. Uh, that uh, really bugged us this year and we asked our listeners to submit some things that we can metaphorically burn as well and we're gonna have a fire going we did buy a sound effect i spent three (laughs) dollars on a sound effect (laughs) Woo! amazing so get ready to enjoy the crackling fire as we say goodbye to a bunch of things from 2020 um it's time for recommendations I may have recommended this before, but it's just that time of year. So I want to recommend it again. It's the Comfy. It's this giant blanket that goes over you. It's got a hoodie. It hugs your wrists. Um, It goes down to your knees. It's super comfortable. It's nice and warm, too. It's just so great to lounge with on the couch. It's got a big old pocket on the front so you can carry your phone and other things in it. I just absolutely love this. They're at Costco, but they're... um, uh, at Target and online as well. So if you want to get cozy this winter, grab a comfy. You won't regret it when you put that thing on.
1: Is that their tagline? If you want to get cozy, grab a comfy?
0: No, but... They should pay you for I that. Maybe I should submit that. Yeah, that was a <laughs> Shark Tank product. So that was one reason that it got on my radar.
1: Yeah, I know you're a big Shark Tank fan. Huge! <laughs> um, Mine is less of a specific recommendation in terms of a product. Um, I just want you to treat yourself this holiday season in whatever way that looks like for you i'm not saying you need to go out and like spend a ton of money on something just do something for yourself like if it's taking a bubble bath and drinking a glass of wine or like doing some baking therapy in your kitchen whatever it is you need to do to sort of reset yourself please do it i feel like this is something that we all forget to do sometimes and and this has been certainly a year that has highlighted the need for self-care. So just don't forget that even though it's the holiday season, there's still room for you to take time for yourself. I also have a self-care item
3: recommendation, and I would be surprised if I hadn't recommended this before, but it's always a good recommendation. Uh, Buy a weighted blanket for yourself because it's just like such a game changer and Uh, It just has helped me a lot in terms of, you know, like in addition to things like CBD, um, helping me get to sleep faster and curbing anxiety. And it's just such a great um, thing to have in your house, especially in the winter when it's cold and you
0: want a little extra warmth. Yeah, those are really nice. And Jewel?
3: I am
2: recommending on HBO Murder on Middle Beach. It's a four part series that came out like a month or two ago where um a millennial is solving his mother's murder from 10 years ago so he's the documentarian and investigator so like hmm. he he gets away with a lot more than most people would get away with in a documentary like this
1: so It was really fascinating. This is exciting. I know what I'm doing after we finish (laughs)
0: recording. (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email millennialshow at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website. On our website, we also have the confessional where you can submit things anonymously. You can also follow us on social media. Make Jewel happy. Millennial Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And even over our break, we'll be making some posts. Um, So stay tuned for those. Like I said, coming up in After Dark today, we're going to be burning things. Just going to burn, baby, burn. We're going to say goodbye (laughs) to 2020. It's going to feel really, really good with my $3 sound effect. And uh, well, that's it. That's Millennial Season 6. It started with no pandemic. It ended with Elizabeth Warren and one hell of a (laughs) pandemic. My closing thought is, thank God Joe Biden's going to be in office next year. This would have been the final episode of the show if Trump won, I think. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think Andrew was genuinely on the precipice of saying, if I have to talk about Donald Trump for the next four years, I'm out.
0: Yeah. I'm out. No, I'm out. I'm done. Why do I need this shit? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not calling millennial shit. I'm talking about the Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need this fucking show? Uh, any other closing thoughts? Um, I would echo kind of what we were talking
1: about earlier, just having this community has always meant a lot to me but this year in particular um it's been really helpful for me like from my mental health perspective to have something to look forward to Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and to kind of like be in a place where I'm like okay like I have to push myself to make sure that like I can do this you know and I wouldn't have that if it weren't for the show and you guys and all the listeners so thank you so much for sticking with us and it always makes me happy to see like the same people have been with us for such a long time
0: yeah and i really love hearing from everybody so thank you to everybody who does write in or chime in on the discord the discord's been awesome this year so thank you very much pam any closing thoughts
3: um yeah kind of to echo lois sentiment in a year where you know everything has kind of been turned upside down uh it's just been really nice to to be able to do the show in a lot of ways i think that it was like the one semblance of normalcy for me that carried over from 2019 so it was just really mm. nice to to have that routine even when you know none of us were really sure how right long we were going to be able to to keep operating the way we would on a normal year so um it's been really great to do that and it was really heartwarming to see all the support coming out from all of you guys and i hope you guys know that that we care about you just as much as you guys care about us
0: yeah yeah true that well said thank you everybody again for listening to today's episode i'm andrew
3: i'm laura i'm pamela And I'm
0: Jewel. Thanks again, Jewel. And we'll see everybody next year. Bye. See you in
1: 2021.